social media, you have all the other avenues of entertainment, right? In life, what does life encompass? Family, work, (laughs) on top of all that, I hope you guys are all doing well. And not that you can't do well in all those aspects, but you know, sometimes it gets to you, especially now with our uh, ongoing uh, way of life. We have uh, we have uh, adjusted our lives, some uh, more than others. Quite a few folks out of all of the uh, the entire lot, not so much, but definitely, man. Especially here, if you live in California, man. <laughs> anybody fleeing yet? Anybody, anybody leaving? Are you continuing the exodus? I mean, my uncle left. I mean, he didn't really leave by uh, his own will. No, 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 no. He was deported. <laughs> cheap joke. Yeah, man. Very cheap, man. What's up with that cheap-ass joke, man? <laughs> but that's it, man. Just uh, right here, fucking with my new board. That way uh, we can get you guys a quality podcast. And also building my little, uh, my, uh, what could I say, my studio, my, uh, Studio, a.k.a. Uh, Shit Talking uh, Shelter. Yeah, man. So that's it, man. Just right here. Uh, it finally scored a PS5. All you gamers out there. All you guys that uh, that uh, want to uh, to play. That have continued playing. You know, since the advent of uh, Atari Nintendo. <laughs> this fool said Atari. Yeah, man. Uh, some people say, oh, man, I just dated myself. Settle down, asshole. I didn't say Commodore 64, dude. <laughs> Yo, shout out. Shout outs, real quick. Uh, Francisco de Jesus. Thank you very much for uh, the Venmo. I know a lot of people are um, doing Patreon, PayPal, Cash App. Well, I do Venmo. And I do PayPal. Also, I mean, if you want merchandise, I got grinders, 10 bucks. I got t-shirts, $25. Yeah, man. You got to plug your products, man. Also, this week, we are doing, we'll be at the Irvine Improv uh, Spectrum parking lot uh, structure, parking structure show on top. It's uh, this Friday, the uh, 26th and the 27th, Friday and Saturday. I'll be there. George Perez will be there on Friday, I believe, along with Jay Lamont both nights and, of course, the Fool will be there, Felipe Esparza. I think there's a couple tickets left, if that, for Friday's show. And uh, I know you guys are dying for stand-up comedy. I'm over here trying to work with the uh, with the old promoter and the old venue. I was working in Riverside, but they can't do anything outside. But there might be a little salvage with this guy that uh, owns uh, Tio Stacos uh, Martin in downtown Riverside. 
we might be doing something with him on the outside, but still it's uh, subject to uh, city regulations, and it's right there in downtown, so I mean, they're scoping them out on, uh, on an hourly basis. But if that doesn't work, in the next coming weeks, we're going to start doing shows uh, in a backyard that I found that has uh, a good uh, seat for many uh, seats from anywhere uh, for, uh, for, I think it looks, we, we mapped it out the first one, it was 40 seats. If we go to the right and a little bit back towards the rear, we can put another 10 seats. That's about it. It'll be exclusive to all the podcast listeners, Los Podcasters and Norte, yeah man, of course, uh, What's Up Full Podcast. And um, we'll be getting uh, details to you uh, shortly on that. So uh, Francisco de Jesus, thank you very much for dropping some change. Um, gladly appreciated. You also uh, hooked up uh, Los Podcasters of Norte. That's how we're doing it now. Uh, we have stickers made, too. So even if uh, you give a, uh, a donation or something, leave your address. That way we can mail you something. You know, some people won't do it. I just want to support. I get it, bro. Totally. And uh, thank you very much for that. Uh, so, yeah. So I had, uh, yeah, yeah. The shout-outs were uh, Francisco de Jesus. We got you. Germism, the original uh, uh, podcast logo uh, designer and artist. Shout-out to him. And uh, who mouse? Who mouse? Who mouse? Who mouse? Who mouse? We have, uh, oh yeah, EDH1384, uh, the underscore cook, underscore kitchen, Mr. Tirado, and also uh, 97 Hardbody, dude. Uh, I had a smoke segment for you, dude, but uh, it uh, ate crap because uh, the board, um, I'm still working on that, um, my board, so it's a new one, so you know, I'm just trying to have everything in one. That way we can take calls, and that way we can do uh, interviews um, socially distance. I mean, distance uh, through satellite and uh, cell uh, tower pings, because a lot of folks uh, are still uh, weary about the Rona and you know getting the vaccine and all that baloney. Uh, you guys know the drill. So um, yeah, dude. And uh, before I move on to anything else, um, I'm on Twitch. I'm on Twitch. Uh, so we're going to go live for a little bit. I just got to get all, all my ducks in line here. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to keep on getting up. I set everything up and now I got to get back up. It's like, dude, come on, bro. You're killing me over here. Uh, here we go. 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 Um, okay. Well, this is what I wanted to do for a long time. Uh, this is, uh, a gentleman. Uh, it's more than, uh. It's more than just one gentleman, of course. Of course. Of course what, Rodrigo? Come on, bro. Of course. Everybody wants to be uh, precise. Everybody wants to be noted in a professional manner, taken seriously, all that stuff. So um, it was a while ago. It was back in August of uh, 2020. We're 21 now. New, um, new era, new presidency. Give it up for the grandpa. Come on, man. Um, but this is related to, um, it was a total, I believe, uh, I want to say nine, uh, military service members, uh, that perished, um, uh, back in August over there off, uh, in Northwest end of, uh, San Clemente, San Clemente, bro. I'm not one of those sticklers on a pronunciation either, um. As far as the um, the correct pronunciation uh, with the language and all, I always thought that was silly. Um, I remember a lot of teach teachers uh, would be like, "Someone to be kind of militant when I was younger," and it's like, "Damn, bro, relax. Your name's Ryan." Yeah, but I found my uh, my Hispanic identity in uh, in college, 
and I'm accentuating that. Call me Ryan Villalobos. <laughs> it's all good, dude. Um, so yeah, so this was uh, it was uh, it was funny because I never knew what uh, an AAV was. It's a, uh, I guess it's a an amphibious assault vehicle. And I guess they get in there, go underwater, and like peek around, and you know, jump up on um, on uh, on the enemy. So uh, I guess they were members of uh, um, the Navy was out there looking for them, but I believe that they were Marine Corps um, 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 soldiers. So I guess uh, I guess I mean it's according to the Press Enterprise. Um, uh, the Navy ships, uh, were out there, uh, um, out there for, a re, uh, submarine recovery when deployed in, you know, underwater and, uh, they, um, to find the sunken, uh, amphibious assault vehicle. And, uh, yeah, man. So that happened, uh, actually happened on July 31st. Uh, and they started with the rescue operation and it later became a recovery mission because, um, the, uh, soldiers were no longer with us and it's funny dude because um and it's not that i have a a, a sweet spot or a, a, a spot for the military it's that um it's funny um I, you know when you're a kid you want to play army and stuff you know and you do that stuff and then you go to school go to high school and <laughs> in your senior year that recruiter starts trying to recruit you and uh trying to get you to join the military and a lot of people say oh dude i joined the military because i don't know what to do i joined the military because i was going to go to jail and there's some hardcores on i joined the military because my grandfather joined the middle military uh, my father my mother we come from a military family but uh this one uh hit uh close to home because uh two of the gentlemen uh, one was uh from corona and uh the other one was from riverside of the uh the service members that uh, um, lost their lives. And they said there was uh, 16 service members aboard. Seven Marines uh, were rescued um, from the uh, AAV, that's an acronym or, uh, for the amphibious assault vehicle. And it sounds cool, dude. You know what I mean? When you see pictures of like Marines popping out of the water or Navy SEALs ready to like, you know, come people down, dude, that's like the coolest stuff in the world. You know, I, I, I still like guns. I love guns. I mean, it's awesome. But, you know, the penalty you pay sometimes with, you know, playing or doing work like that, you know. Obviously, you have this result, but you can also, you know, get taken out by the enemy. Uh, seven Marines uh, were rescued after climbing out of the uh, AAV. And one Marine, Lance Corporal S. Perez, 20 of New uh, Brownfells, Texas. Um was uh declared dead at the scene but i mean i don't want to turn this into a whole like you know cryptic um uh news uh, revival but um of the uh missing uh seven marines and uh, one navy sailor are uh brian j uh baltierra 18 of corona uh lance corporal marker marco a barranco 21 of montebello Evan A. Bath, 19 of Oak Creek, Wisconsin. U.S. Uh, Navy Hospital man, Christopher Nem, 22 of uh, Stockton. 
and uh, they have the uh, acronym PFC. Again, I think it's private. Um, so PFC, Jack Ryan, Ostrovsky, 21 of Band, Oregon. The Fraker's uncle lives out there. Not that that matters, but nevertheless. Uh, Corporal Wesley A. Rod, 23 of Harris, Texas. Lance Corporal Chase D. Sweetwood, 18 of uh, Portland, Oregon. And uh, Corporal Cesar A. Villanueva, 21 of Riverside. And that's what the one that caught my name, because, you know, I, uh, the publications that I usually read, it's like Washington Post, Press Enterprise, LA Times, New York Times, and most specific, specifically um, has been um, the Wall Street Journal. And I like that one because it seems, you know, super fair and balanced. I think it was much more so the case before. I'm going to get into who bought it years back, but nevertheless, changes are always made when um, there's transfers of uh, ownership. But those are the publications, and whatever pops up, anything friends send me, I always go back there and, you know, try to read and, like, see what up, you know? You got to get the news from some sort. And it's also a lot of, you know, derivatives of uh, Associated Press. The Garden UK, stuff like that, other news outlets. And there's also, you know, uh, stuff on the internet, social media. But, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to go into this weird, I'm like in a weird spot now. Alright, mate, dig yourself out. Yes, uh, it's time to dig yourself out of that uh, out of that hole. Rodrigo. Yes, it's Morgan, yeah. So, yeah, dude, I just want to give a shout out to, um, and that's Seth, dude. May they rest in peace. Um, but I just seen that Riverside, and it's funny because I didn't even catch a Corona one, and I had it uh, saved on my computer. It was weird; it was in my notes. So I was just like, "Damn, bro, life's crazy." Like they always say, you know, life's short, this and that, whatever. But yeah, man. So um, I, you know, I jotted down some notes. That way, we don't shoot retardedly from the hill, if we can use that uh, that term, retardedly. <laughs> but yeah, man. So, yeah, we scored a uh, PS5. That was cool. I want to thank the homie, uh, Dr. David, for helping me out with that endeavor. We've tried um, since pretty much they popped out, but couldn't do it. Did it with Walmart. Uh, who else? We did Best Buy. Kept refreshing the page and all those bots. I was like, dude, what's up? And then Homeboy was telling me, dude, they got that shit. They got bots on that shit. He was able to score one, which was awesome. And then he was gonna hit, he hit me back, but I didn't hit him back because I think he hit me through the DMs on um, Instagram and I wasn't able to uh, hit him back because I'll do relative because we always joke with that uh, the term relative because Toby we always you know we fuck around all the comics we hang out relative um, and he's all relative let me know if you need this bundle dude I can get it for you right now and you can pay me back this and that and it was already too late whatever and then he hit me he's like boom hey dude it's gonna start in 20 minutes because that one day I was like clearing some bush and he hit me, and I didn't check my phone until after, dude. Because usually when you're out there physically working, dude, the last thing I do is want to check my phone. So uh, I want to say, what, the beginning of February, I think it was like the 4th or 5th, they came back on, and uh, we hit uh, GameStop. And I was on there, and my wife was on there. The 10-year-old was on there, and nothing. And then I'm just like, dude, let me hit one of these bundles, dude. So the next one, boom. Every 10 minutes, they would release a chunk of them. And I hit a bundle with the Spider-Man and what else did they have in there? Uh, Spider-Man and NBA 21 2K or 2K21. And we got that, dude. And, you know, it was cool. And, it, dude, it was there within seven days. It was a trip, though. 
they left that shit outside. I'm like, dude, are you serious? Somebody could have came up, but we would have recorded him stealing it. <laughs> it was crazy though. But uh, the reason we chose the PS5 originally is because uh, that way uh, my son could play uh, Fortnite on it. And uh, I just wanted to kind of get back into gaming, but it was really for him just to stoke him out. You know what I mean? It just like, I know what it feels like to have a new system. I remember getting uh, my Atari the first time. It was like in like the late 80s. And it was funny because uh, a, a guy that worked at my dad's crew got it for us. And it was me and my sister. We were up playing. We woke up. I think I woke up or we went to sleep and I woke back up. I was like, dude, screw this, dude. I'm going to go down there and play. And then she woke up too and then we were just exchanging the remote control. Remote control. I don't know if we had two, but an old school joystick. And we are playing the racing game like dude for hours went to sleep woke up late you know had fun so and especially now dude for uh, you know kids have something to do and uh yeah dude so and you know it's all the rage everybody and their mom wants one not everybody can get one and uh thank you very much to dodger david for at least uh throwing his hand out in the mix and um making us or um ensuring that we uh, achieved our uh, our desires <laughs> <laughs> over here written like a suspense novel dude uh so yeah dude um so yeah that's that's what's up with the uh, ps5 we're enjoying it right now i'm only playing that uh nba 2k he likes the my, my, miles morales uh spider-man game so yeah dude and uh yeah yeah come on man biden what's up with that dude <laughs> what's up with grandpa p man it's weird, like they wheel them into a crypt every night, huh? You're going to be out there for four hours. Don't worry about it, man. I got it. Just give me my bullet points. It's funny because, uh, you know, Homeboy uh, is uh, had, was not impeached. And I've told people all along, it's like, dude, what do they want out of this? Are they really going to impeach him? Do they want to impeach him? There's not enough votes to impeach him. Well, what we really want to do is... uh, uh uh, we want him to st stop him from running the next uh, election cycle. Well, dude, invoke the 14th Amendment. That's all you guys had to do, bro. But it's like, nope. It's like, dude, really? I don't get it, bro. I don't get it. But I guess that's what they want to do, right? They want to shuffle the paperwork, you know, and all, you know, kick some other stuff in. Dude, I don't know. It just really pissed me off how uh, they went about it, dude. But, um, I don't know. I don't know. I guess they're, uh, they're doing, they're doing, uh, they're doing what's right for us, right? I'm looking at, uh, I'm looking at the 14th Amendment right now. Wow. It's a long amendment. Uh, what do we have here? Okay. Uh, the background, what do you have? The citizenship clause, uh, Native Americans, you got children born to foreign nationals, loss of citizenship, privileges and, or immunities clause, it could be probably under that. I don't even want to start, like, you know, reading all this stuff out. I don't even know what uh, I'm getting into. It's funny, when, uh, when you go over this in a uh, government, in a, uh, in um, high school, dude. 
<laughs> the bologna they just put in front of you. Oh yeah, it's cut and dry. This is what's it. That's all you need. Uh, substantive uh, due process, process, procedural, procedural due process, incorporation, equal protections clause. Wow, am I off? Little pro picture of a Thurgood, Thurgood Mar Marshall right there. State act, actor doctrine before um, enforcement. That's enforcement of the appropriation of representative influence on voting rights. Damn. There we go. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Because I just uh, retyped the Fourteenth Amendment as it relates to a president. All right, there's an alternative to impeachment. You guys gotta be kidding me, man. I'm canceling now, asshole. Oh my god. Uh, all right, we'll just get out of here. Dude, I'm not signing up for your cheap ass newspaper. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, here we go. See, I'm actually doing research in front of you guys. <laughs> oh, you boring-ass fool. Uh, 14th Amendment battle may loom if... Uh, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. The Constitution's 14th Amendment disqualifies from future office any former elected officials and military officers who shall... So it's like, it's not just for the president himself. Um, it's for any... Uh, Former elected officials, which encompasses the man, uh, military officers, who shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the United States. Bingo, right? We finally got it. That's what we was looking for, right? Ratified in 1868, the language of Section 3 of the amendment was aimed at former Confederate civilian and military leaders. Going back to Reconstruction... Civil War, and it's funny, um, ratified in 1868, and yet to be used in 2021, mate. <laughs> I just had this crazy thought. I was, uh, yeah, dude, it's funny because, um, uh, dude, I was, uh, there was a picture of Omarosa down there. I was like, dude, I wonder if she has an OnlyFans. <laughs> Let's see that little butthole blank, Omarosa. All right, dude. Okay, so, yeah, man. Uh, that, that, that was my only point on, um, they should have used the 14th Amendment, they didn't, um, I don't know why not, and now we're sitting here with, a uh, homeboy, uh, you know, dodging another, um, impeachment, and now they're trying to set up, uh, an insurrection commission. Come on, dude. G-T-O-F-H. <laughs> I guess it goes like, you know, when you're going through those, through those rough patches in life, someone's always there, hang in there, buddy. Hang in there. Um, and that's all I have. So, yeah, man. And you have a lot of, uh, you have uh, some appointments going on that are kind of like, um, they're kind of uh, in, uh, what would the word be called? Um, 
they're up in the air still. Still, you have Nira Tandon. She's going up uh, for. Um, it's not Health and Human Services. That's what Becerra is going up, and um, and he's having issues too because of his. Uh, he's the guy that was installed as the Attorney General, and then he took uh, Vice President. Um, Harris's uh, Senate seat, I believe. No, no, that was Padilla or something, right? Um, but nevertheless, uh, they um, they're making or trying to make him. If he gets the, um, if he gets, um, what is that? Uh, confirmed. They're trying to get him to uh, be the director of health and human services. Um, but it's funny because they have uh, Nira Tandon, who's up for uh, the Office of Management and Budget, and. Um, they're saying that um, she was just going ham on, uh, I believe it was like Trump's uh, people, and, um, and just pretty much going in and out um, on Twitter. And I guess she deleted like over a thousand uh, tweets after President Biden nominated her. And she was just like, you know, kind of like just like making fun of um, of people and like, you know, going at them. You know, uh, obviously she's from left going at like uh right wing uh people but it's funny because all these old uh gop uh senators are um oh yeah all the stuff during during the trump era you know very mean-spirited and uh but i mean did you see what that fool was tweeting <laughs> i mean i mean there's always two sides of every story i mean i can care less it doesn't have anything to do with me but it just uh it's funny um it's funny how people complain when uh, the ball's not in their court. I mean, they they were never bringing that stuff up when it was going on with uh, with uh, Orange Dude. But uh, Xavier Becerra, his is uh, stalled right now too because uh, in his lack of experience in uh, health and human services. I mean, he was a uh, before Attorney General, he was a senator or a congressman, I believe. Again, um, a yes man. You know, nothing that. He's ever done kind of help like the people at large. I mean, what most Latinos will tell you is that, oh, but he's Latino though. Yeah, <laughs> but what does he do for Latinos? Now, I guess the question is, uh, what does he do for um, for uh, for us? I guess right for the people, the uh, constituency. So that's what's going on uh, right now with uh, politics as far as just in that little uh, segment, uh, confirmation hearings. But one thing I wanted to touch on was uh, what happened in Texas. And I was trying to like to understand, you know, some people going, oh, it's because they're not on the grid. Oh, it's because they said F you. Oh, it's enough, bro. So the rest, 90% of Texas and in the areas where all that stuff went down is is a part of ERCOT, which is the Electric Reliability Council of Texas, which is right now facing public backlash for resorting to rolling blackouts. In essence, now they're all saying it's, not, it's going to take months before they tally up uh, all the folks that died. Um, that sucks that it happened, and uh, it's horrible. But four out of the 15 board members and a vice chair um, uh, pretty much quit. So, um, And they're pretty much in hot water over the assurances that power, that the power infrastructure was prepared for the winter storm, but it was clearly not the case. Also, the power and utility crisis left millions without safe drinking water. That's that's the other thing. That's why you seen Teddy Cruz out there this past weekend handing out uh, 
bottled waters. <laughs> of course, him getting, you know, caught and whatever, but, you know, who gives a shit about that? But it was quite uh, funny. Um, so the grid operator cut off power to millions to avoid the strain on the grid and, you know, therefore that happened. So I was just trying to see, okay, so what did El Paso do? Why was not El Paso in the uh, same uh, avenue as the uh, rest of Texas? Well, El Paso is, in a di is on a different grid than the rest of the state. However, it includes parts of southern New Mexico. ERCOT runs 90% of uh, the state's power. How we uh, mentioned earlier, El Paso uh, had a crisis back in 2011, a storm which devastated El Pasoans, and El Paso is connected to the, the grid it's connected to is a western interconnection grid that includes 14 states. In addition, El Paso drew from Palo Verde nuclear generation station in Arizona to meet the surge. I'm all match a class over this huh, right here, huh? Uh, Palo Verde. <laughs> Palo Verde. Palo Verde. And uh, so, uh, ERCOT is not subject to uh, federal uh, energy regulations, and which led to that we have to get rid of that. There's no way. And because um, uh, ERCOT was counting on wind, nuclear, and natural gas, that's preventing them from falling back on help from neighboring states. Because obviously, uh, El Paso and New Mexico, and I think uh, there's a couple, I think Arizona and, uh, and California as well. Um, couldn't help them out because it's like having a different um, input jack, you know? It just doesn't work. That's why you can come up with those input jacks that Apple and Samsung have, you know what I mean? That way you go from that little auxiliary to whatever it is that you need to plug into. Obviously, they're working on that, <laughs> if they are. <laughs> I don't know. So um, uh, El Paso power plants were outfitted with a deep freeze, for the deep freeze with... Uh, a four and a half million dollar upgrade to valves, transmitters, pipelines. They added insulation and heat lamps to all the areas that could be affected by the freezing temperatures. And that's why they didn't uh, succumb to what uh, Texas did. So um, that's when the, uh, the, uh, the uh, governor hopped into action. I mean, I guess he does have to hop into action because, you know, he's in a wheelchair, right? Yes. He's going to keep the economy rolling. Um, uh, he called on to the state uh, called on to the state's legislature to consider approving a statewide winterization mandate. Because, like I said, uh, people were calling for deregulation, but that's not really the root of the problem. In some respects, or according to some expert opinions that I'll get to right now, uh, policy that mandates winterization that has an independent verification process. Now that'll have the outside. Um, uh, a pri uh, private or a government uh, agency um, seeing if everything looks good and then it passes or tests. And uh, in essence, failure of the policy and planning, not of the actual technology in use in El Paso or the rest of the Texas state is uh, what uh, caused um, this, um, this issue to turn into a tragedy or into the mess it is now. I mean, it's funny, you can... You, go back to that old school Led Zeppelin song, you know, communication breakdown. And that's what they said happened at the Capitol, at the Capitol building, insurrection, melee, disaster, whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? From the bottom up. So, uh, um, so that, that makes it, you know, they don't have to make uh, any changes in market rules and what they need is a change in policy. Texas itself, the 90% uh, that's on a different grid to fix a situation according to Kerry King. 
Assistant Director of the University of Houston's Energy Institute. Sources, my sources include Texas Monthly by Sierra Juarez and the Wall Street Journal by Catherine Blunt. So yeah, man, that's, uh, in essence, that's what I wanted to tell you guys about. Because it was, I don't know, it, just, it was just ringing me kind of like, dude, I don't, I don't want to hear the retard perspective. You know, it's too easy. People look uh, to it with briefs, even though this is uh, summarized pretty uh, pretty fast. But uh, yeah, man, I just wanted to go ahead and uh, add a little, a little something, if you didn't know. And just look at it, you know, from, uh, from a different eyeball. So yeah, man, uh, thank you guys very much for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't forget to listen to those podcasters in Norte. What's up, full podcast? If you catch it tonight live, go to YouTube, search Felipe Esparza pops up, or go to Felipe's fan page on Facebook and watch it live. We're going to watch it live! So, hey, man, I'll be keeping you posted on what we're doing, and we're doing, uh, and we're going to keep it moving, dude. So, keep your head up, keep shining, and keep doing your thing, man. I wish you guys all the best. My name is Rodrigo Torres. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's the podcast with Rodrigo Torres Jr. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. It's the podcast with Rodrigo Torres. Man, oh, yeah.